0: So we have the first human that has been diagnosed with the H1ON3 avian influenza virus. Yes, the bird flu. It's the H1ON3 strain of the bird flu. China's National Health Commission said that a man, a resident of the city of Zhengzhou, was hospitalized on April 28th after developing fever and other symptoms. He was diagnosed with the avian influenza virus on May 28th. So that's good. It only took a month for that to happen. Now, according to this, the man was stable and ready to be discharged from the hospital and medical observation of his close contacts had not found any other cases. So, quit your worrying. And we also know that H1ON3 is a low pathogenic, that's relatively less severe strain of the virus in poultry, and the risk of it spreading on a large scale was very low. Well, good. And listen, we know it's not a very common virus. <laughs> so, it's fine. Stop whining would you we trust what china tells us so there you'll be fine just don't kiss your chickens or whatever other birds you have don't kiss them whatever you do welcome welcome to chewing the fat <laughs> for those of you listening live today, it is June 1st, 2021. Now that means a few things on the calendar. First and foremost, happy birthday to my daughter, Maya. She turns 14 years of age today. Wow. Been 14 years since she was born. Seems, I mean, it's at least a couple of lifetimes ago for me. For For her, it's just a quick, you know, 14 year span and she can't wait to continue on. I don't blame her, but it's been a long time. Anyway, happy birthday to Maya. I love you. Um uh, be a, a great birthday. Um what else have we got? It's hurricane season, first day of hurricane season. I can't forget that because it's tied forever to my daughter's birthday. We know that we're going to have an above average hurricane season, according to all the experts. They're saying, uh, you know, possibly 13 to 20 total named storms. Chewing the fat predicts 8 to 18. The agency predicted 6 to 10 of those storms were likely to become hurricanes. Um, We'll see. I know that uh, they talk about uh, areas that are in trouble, that, uh, you know, are probably going to get hit from hurricanes. From data collected... Starting in 1851 through last year, 40% of all U.S. hurricanes hit the state of Florida. 88% of major hurricane strikes have hit either Florida or Texas. Wow. North Carolina and Louisiana also top the list of most direct hits in the U.S. mainland coastline, though Puerto Rico is not included in those figures yeah those are hits but not the major ones um the major hurricanes are florida or texas wow that's so if you live uh either in texas along the coast especially or you know in florida anywhere um you need to be prepared for a hurricane and be ready to either evacuate or hunker down okay (laughs) just saying i'm just saying Now there were, I think we've already had our first hurricane. Um, Anna has already been in the wind. So we have Bill, Claudette, Danny, Elsa, Fred, Grace, Henry, Ida, Julian, Kate, Larry, Mindy, Nicholas, Odette, Peter, Rose, Sam, Teresa, Victor, and Wanda to look forward to this year. Isn't that great? Yes, it is. And I think that we're safe. I believe that we are safe now. At 10.24 a.m. Eastern Time, an asteroid was to make a close approach to this planet. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing it probably didn't hit. But it was supposed to pass within 4 to 5 million miles of the Earth and they were looking to take a look at 2021 kt1 which was the asteroid's name making its approach to earth so it's very uh very very difficult to say whether we're okay or not i love that it uh it said the asteroid possibly bigger than the eiffel tower is that a serious measurement now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah the eiffel tower everybody knows how far that is. oh okay all right no problem and uh it's classified as potentially hazardous but that's because it's in that i don't know 10 million mile range or whatever of, of earth and it's supposed to be traveling at nearly the equivalent to 20 times as fast as a rifle bullet so i mean it's traveling nearly The equivalent to 20 times as fast as a rifle bullet and possibly bigger than the Eiffel Tower. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing as long as you're listening to this, you're safe and we're safe and all's great because the asteroid 2021 KT1 just zipped right by. All right, I know many of you are looking for work or need a new gig and you're thinking about, man, what should I do? Well, I see a story here from the World Economic Forum is talking about uh, jobs of the now. The jobs of the future have arrived early. Here are the top 10. So, these are going to be post-pandemic jobs and they're most likely to emerge as top contenders in the post-COVID future what do you suppose those would be now this is from uh, work from home facilitator to fitness commitment counselor algorithm bias auditor to cyber calamity forecaster the future of jobs is already here work from home facilitator that sounds like a good gig Um, with post pandemic expectation that remote work remains norm, mm, companies want to apply lessons learned to optimize the work from home experience far from being a futuristic job of tomorrow. Work from home. Facilitators have become undeniable jobs of the now. Yeah. You're going to need to tell companies, this is what you need to optimize your workers performance at home. A fitness commitment counselor. Okay. We have, uh, yeah, look, we got Apple watches and Fitbit dashboards and we need, uh, you know, human accountability. Look, that's exactly, that's what my son does with better you performance. Uh, I don't know that he would consider himself a fitness commitment counselor, but that's certainly what he does. If you want to have a fitness commitment counselor and someone that will walk you through and train you and show you what you need to do and help you with it, a better you performance smart home designer who doesn't want one of those man oh man who doesn't want one the rise of smart home design managers will boom as homes are built or retrofitted wonder what they'd be retrofitting could it be the green new deal huh with dedicated home office spaces replete with routers in the right space uh soundproofing separate voice driven entrances yeah baby i love that smart home design manager that was a good gig right there xr immersion counselor as zoom intensive remotopia is that right remotopia inexplorably gives way to 3d realms of virtual space xr immersion counselors will work with technical artists and software engineering training and workforce collaboration leads to massively scale the rollout of best in class so ar and vr for learn by doing workforce training and collaboration amazing you're going to be uh, an xr immersion counselor i mean you go into there's plenty of places that you're going to go into work and put on the put on the glasses and learn and get the most from you that goes back to uh you know even tying that in with work from home facilitator which would tie in from the xr immersion counselor i mean you go inside these games and you're inside it so you might as well be inside your work with these counselors and learn how to do your job and get employees productive fast and that would tie in with the work from home facilitator as well it's not that I'm trying, I'm just trying to help you out here a little bit. Workplace Environment Architect. Everything from health screenings to elevator commutes in the post pandemic office architecture is about to go through a major rethink. The importance of employee well being and how human centered design of a company's real estate holdings can impact it are now crucial to the future of work. Are they? But they most definitely are because if you're one of the few lucky ones that have to go into work, you're going to want it to be environmentally correct and able to have you be part of your well-being whenever you're there, right? An algorithm bias auditor. Oh, man, an algorithm bias auditor? I wonder what you have to do from that. Let's see. uh, All online, all the time, lifestyles for work and leisure accelerated the competitive advantage derived from algorithms by digital firms everywhere. From Brussels to Washington, given the increasing statutory scrutiny on data, it's near certainty that when it comes to how they built, verification through audits will help ensure the future workforce is also the fair workforce. uh, Okay, if you say so. Data detective. Opening for data scientists remain the fastest growing job in the tech heavy algorithms, automation, and AI family. Yeah, no kidding. 42% growth in quarter one of 21. Wow, that's pretty big. You know, I was just reading a huge story the other day about how this computer software guy got into the business of negotiating with ransomware terrorists. It's just incredible how he got started in it. And that's. Uh, almost the data detective going on cyber calamity forecaster yeah now that's part of what he does also now this guy that uh, they were talking about how to negotiate with the ransomware terrorists the cyber calamity forecaster wow tidewater architect global challenge of climate change and sea level rise will remain an omnipresent challenge tidewater architects will work with nature not against it and some of the biggest civil engineering products of the 21st century Oh, that is so special, the Tidewater Architect. Yes, so you can, you know, help fight the battle against climate change. Human machine teaming manager, pandemic or no, the unceasing rise of robots in the workplace continues unabated. Human machine teaming managers will operate at intersection of people and robots and create seamless collaborations. Will they Already, openings for forerunner roles like robotics technicians grew 50% in quarter one of 21. No kidding. Uh, that's huge. And I was just reading another story that talked about how if you were going to be able to have a robot be your boss. And, you know, does, it, or does a robot get to be your boss? And between the human machine teaming manager, you'll be able to work that out. And maybe you work for the robot instead of the robot working for you. But you'll be able to figure out how that all goes together with your human machine teaming manager. And, of course, you're going to be given some insight with your XR immersion counselor and if you're gonna work between the between your home and the workplace you're gonna need a work from home facilitator to make sure everything is all right and then if you're making enough money uh, with that gig perhaps you can get a fitness commitment counselor that will keep you in shape and that way you'll get more money to be able to hire a smart home design manager man. Man, oh man, how good does that sound now? Right? <laughs> All right? <laughs> Dream jobs of the future. So, how many times would it take for someone to allegedly assault you sexually? And before you said, all right, that's it, I'm gonna grab a knife and cut that man's thing off. If you're a female, of course. If you're a male, maybe not. I just, I'm just, i sorry, it's the joke. So a woman in Spain was arrested for allegedly cutting off a man's man part while working a shift at a bar. She claims that she grabbed a knife and cut off her employer's genitalia after he tried to sexually assault her during a shift around midnight. Okay following the incident the waitress called the authorities and said hey i need some emergency services here <laughs> the owner's, you know i cut off his thing so they you know rushed him to the hospital they're going to try to put it back on and there's no report yet whether they successfully did that i mean that's i guess i hope that it was successful i mean if he was a bad guy okay according to her he had attempted to sexually assault her that night and she also said that he had forced her to have sex with him on multiple other occasions that's where i get the question what's the line is it the first time is it the second time we ask that question all the time when we hear stories about women who are complaining Oh, and i say they're complaining they're not complaining don't look at me like that women are telling their story that we believe of being uh assaulted or sexually molested and of course we believe them because we believe all women uh, when they whatever a woman says we believe them period right right so we don't know what happened here, but I just wondered what the line is because she said at multiple other occasions, it doesn't say what the number is, how many multiple means. Now, we know that we've had it happen before where a woman in India uh, cut off the man's thing for attempting to rape her. And she said that she claimed that the religious teacher often visited her family's home and that had, she had been assaulted numerous times. It doesn't say how many numerous means, but apparently there's a line, there's a line there. So you get to get away with it for a little while. Cause I'm okay. That was the Harvey Weinstein thing. I don't understand. I mean, you're, you're either in it or you're not. You can quote me on that. You're either in it or you're not because if you're, if Harvey goes behind the bush at the restaurant and wants to you know take care of business with himself while you're standing there and you allow it to happen come on now is that harvey's fault i mean he's a dirtbag but is that harvey's fault you allowed it to happen and now we're supposed to feel bad about it i don't know i i just I, I don't know about it it's a different story when you talk about when you're drugging people and you're doing things so that's against their will completely completely uh you know hideous but if it's not against your will if it's only you standing there thinking there's this power dynamic no uh that dynamic is you can reach for the knife and try to cut off the thing and that's what happens now these women you know put up with it and thought that they could put up with it after numerous times for the one lady and for uh what was the was the other one multiple So one was multiple, the other was numerous. We don't know the exact number of those other occasions. But we do know that at some point, they'd had enough and reached for the knife. Just something to think about if you're one of the dirtbags that have been uh, doing bad things to women and or men. At some point, Mr. Dirtbag, you're going to get that thing cut off. And I have a feeling that a number of people are going to be okay with that. <laughs> oh, well, darn, the reattachment surgery didn't work. What a shame. So I don't know if you watched anything uh, over the holiday weekend, Is it, you know, the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and I know we, you know, all paid our own respects to the fallen soldiers around uh, throughout the country. And, uh, you know, they... Gave the ultimate sacrifice so that you and I can live free and watch Netflix and HBO Max. I saw where uh, the Kaminsky Method season three dropped on Netflix. Had to sit through that. Very good. Michael Douglas um, does a great job. Uh, then he has uh, some great co-stars throughout the show. Uh, I was a little bummed that Alan Arkin was not in season three that much. But it still was a lot about him uh, but, and his character. But he wasn't in it for a lot of the episodes i'm not sure what happened did he die okay so no he didn't die (laughs) he's 87 years of age apparently he uh had only signed on to do two seasons and so the story is is that he'd signed on to do two seasons and that was it didn't want to do the third season okay it seems a little weird to me that that would happen but okay if you say so then that's the case anyway it was it's fun and if you haven't seen the Kaminsky method uh catch all three seasons really worth it uh, a lot of fun the episodes are short uh I think there's the, well the final season season three only had six episodes um I don't know you know who's working anymore in Hollywood <laughs> and then uh you know so there were each I forget how many episodes season two had season one had more than six I'll tell you that I'm not sure about season 2, but it goes by fast and it's a good it's a good fun watch. And then I watched the season finale of The Mayor of Easttown on HBO Max, really good. Uh really good. I I'm I'm uh I'm happy to have sat through that show. Kate Winslet is great and she's got some other great co-stars in that show as well. But it's uh, very good and it's uh, there were a couple of times throughout the 7 episodes at least those episodes were, you know, an hour or more, uh, whereas the Kaminsky method was not an hour or more. Uh, they There were a couple episodes where you start thinking, ooh, getting a little slow, and then, you know, something happens and picks up, which is good to be a part of when you have a show like that <laughs> and i said gene uh we talked about it gene smart's in that as well and she's in the hacks on hbo max too which is releasing two episodes a week on hbo max which is great uh i'm very very happy that show's very good very funny but i see where hbo max now is doing a new little pricing thing they got going on so they're going to start offering according to this HBO Max has, let's see, there are 64 million HBO subscribers worldwide as of last report. Uh, They hope to expand it to 60 countries by the end of 2021. Goal of having between 120 and 150 million subscribers by 2025. Okay, I'll give you that. So they're going to start offering a $10 a month plan with ads sometime this month, right now, in the first part of June of 2021 and then they're going to have an then they see the ad supported plan will include nearly everything you can watch with the more expensive plan except for warner brothers movies that are still playing in theaters hmm so i only get the movies with the 15 dollar but i ends without the ads man i got to do without the ads holy cow i got to find a way if you're going to do it you got to do it without the ads because i have the hulu without the ads and, and then I, we also have a free hulu from one of our other i don't know one of our other services but that's with the ads and holy cow what a difference what uh, difference. I know. I know. I'm a. I'm an ad snob now, and I love ads. I believe in commercials. That's what pays for things. I know that. I get it. But it was just new, man. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. It might be. Might be worth it. We'll see how they do their ads on HBO. We'll see. And I bet you they. Uh, I bet you they, they're going to do something with their new shows, uh, that they produce that the, uh, higher tiered plan will get those first and then it'll go to the ad. ones. gotta be, gotta be some other things other than just the movies. Well, I mean, just the movies and the, no ads is worth the money. Probably anyway, we'll see. It's going to be 10 to 50, 10 bucks, right? For the ad, for the ad, uh, content and 15 for no ads and everything, boy, I know I know I know that's another sixty bucks a year, but poof is that is that worth it I think so, I think so, but you know, I don't know. we'll have to look at the old budget and maybe you sit through the budget and go, yeah, well, you know what, the ads aren't so bad." <laughs> <laughs> I get that too. <laughs> hey, and also did you uh I hope you listened to my uh, interview with Flat Earth Dave uh, on the podcast that I released uh, on Monday on the uh, uh, Memorial Day Monday and if you didn't go back and get a chance to listen, Dave is a very convincing character on the Earth being flat. I'm also going to release it uh, posted on my YouTube channel as well sometime this week but uh, for now you get the audio version Of my interview with Flat Earth Dave and him taking giving us a little class on why he believes that the Earth is flat. All right, so what is going on with Disney? We find now that they forced this girl, Amanda DeMio. To get a jumper from the Disney World gift shop after a staff told her that her outfit had broken the park's strict dress code. I don't know if they knew that uh, she was a big TikToker, but she's got, uh, you know, 800,000 followers on TikTok. And she posted about it saying, okay, guys, new Disney hack. If you're wearing a shirt that shows a little under boob, they'll write you a ticket. When you first enter magic kingdom, I'm not sure about the other parks, but they'll write you a ticket so you can get a free shirt at the nearest gift shop. (laughs) I just got a $75 t-shirt just because I was wearing a shirt that was exposing my under boob. So yeah, if you want free Disney shirts, that's the hack now many people commented on the clip which has been like you know millions of times saying that they were going to try to the hack themselves disney staff members urged people not to take advantage yeah no kidding please don't abuse this they'll just pull the feature and send people back to change as a cast member i can say that isn't always the case sometimes we do it sometimes we don't if we like you and we think you're hot we'll let you in anyway will give you a free t-shirt if you're not hot then we make you go back and put on another shirt. First of all, why is Disney? Come on now. Stop it. It's Disney in Florida. They have swim parks. They have all kinds of parks. They're worried about some young chick showing off her under boob. Come on now. Oh, it's a kid's park, Jeff. Yeah, huh Yep. I know. I know. I mean, we have studies from UNICEF telling us how that their latest study, I'm sorry, report, published by the UN Children's Fund, UNICEF, um, how government policy can be used to protect children from harmful and abusive and violent content online. However, they also report that, um, you know what, pornography, yeah, not always harmful to children. Really? Yeah, there's no conclusive evidence that children exposed to pornography are harmed. Well, there you go then. What are you worried about a little under boob at the park for then? So, I know that we want to end sexual abuse and exploitation of women and children, but hey, sure, we've already decided that probably pornography can be a central driver of this abuse, but so what? Right? Doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay. All right. Look at some children and young people intentionally seek out sexual content for a variety of reasons and that seeing sexual images might also represent an opportunity to provide answers to questions about puberty and sexual identity. Oh! The study also encouraged seeing the nuances which lead children to seek out and view sexual content online. Okay then, let's do that then. We'll seek out the nuances that have children seek out pornography online i guess there's certain nuances that will do that you mean like the u.s airline pilot that admitted his lewd act in the cockpit mid-flight <laughs> now i will say this i was reading this story a southwest airlines flight uh michael hack h-a-a-k Hack, uh exposed himself to a female officer in the cockpit and watched pornography on a laptop that's what the prosecutor said he admitted it the incident happened during a flight from philadelphia to orlando in august of 2020 all right so a judge in maryland sentenced him to one year probation and ordered him to pay five thousand dollar fine the hap it happened during the flight and so they're saying that uh, when the flight reached cruising altitude he got out of his pilot seat intentionally disrobed and watched pornographic media on a laptop and since they figured it was over Maryland that's where they went ahead and took him to court over Maryland now he further engaged in appropriate conduct in the cockpit as the first officer continued to perform her duties he claimed he would never met the first officer prior to the flight the U.S. attorney said the copilot had a right not to be subjected to this kind of behavior regardless of what may have motivated it or prompted it really you think now he apologized for his behavior saying you know it started as a consensual prank between me and another pilot I never imagined it would turn into this in a thousand years so according to a judge the magistrate judge his behavior had a traumatic effect on the first officer and could have affected the safety of passengers see now I i tend to disagree with that um a while this should not be going on period period but with once they get to cruising altitude and they're on their course it's automatic pilot you know that we have the pilots in the plane to help us land and take off the flying part once you get up to uh, altitude that's easy auto i mean that, that's done deal so i'm not sure you know what traumatic effect it had on the first officer other than dude put your clothes back on (laughs) seriously you're getting naked in here what are you come on man put your clothes back on you're gonna watch porn too come on now dude no i know but having a traumatic effect okay stop i don't know that i i don't know that i believe that now the airline of course said it didn't tolerate the behavior uh take prompt action if such conduct is uh substantiated so he retired at the end of august last year all right so the airline is pissed now that the company had only learned of the incident after the pilot had voluntarily left the airline so He left the airline and then they found out about this and now now he's gone to court and everything. So now Southwest says, oh no, we're going to, he's not getting any of his benefits that he was entitled to following his retirement. I say that's wrong. Come on now. All right. And I know that, I know he wasn't supposed to do all this. Okay. So he got a little naked, a little naked in the cockpit, you know, goofed off a little bit, looked at a little porn, made the first officer uncomfortable and uh you know she had traumatic experience but he already retired you owe him the money and now you're saying because you're pissed you're not going to pay him the money that's not right that's just not right so how would you like to live in japan no, i know i thought the same thing and then i thought well you can buy fixer uppers in japan for five hundred dollars apparently japan is riddled with millions of vacant homes i guess they call them akaya a.k.i.y.a and the governments uh, local governments are hoping to sell them for next to nothing i don't know you know if they're close to fukushima or not <laughs> <laughs> i'm guessing not i'm guessing they're probably not so apparently there's 8.49 million uninhabited dwellings in 2018 just a couple of years ago wow so all told 13 percent of the country's 62 million homes are unoccupied especially in rural Japan. In these reasons, the average rate of vacant homes is up eighteen eighteen percent. Wow! So a new program by Prime Minister Yoshihide Yoshihide Suga means to stimulate Japan's rural economy by encouraging tourism, business, and a wave of new residents. You think, know, okay, well, maybe you know, all you big city dwellers go back to the country, and you can work uh, from home out at the, you know, out in the country. So some of them are going to cost you anything all you gotta do is move in zero dollars okay and i thought all right well that's not too bad i'm still in i'm still in 500 bucks i'm living in japan i don't know what your taxes are i don't know what the deal is you know what i don't speak the language i'll figure it out but i'm in for a zero for a house for zero dollars and zero cents i'm in so they, the local governments have offered to pay like thousands of dollars for city people you city people to move out to the countryside hey we'll pay you funny i thought i heard things like that in this country too and anyway they are saying hey we're gonna i know there's uh you know a gap in tech services we got it but we're upgrading and everything will be fine then i look at the homes and while they are traditional japanese homes i don't know i don't know maybe it's worth 500 bucks i guess but then you look at the street i was looking at this area i guess is it's japan it's a Chikiba, japan and the roads are still dirt now it looks like you know nice little buildings where you know you can conduct commerce and take care of your little take care of business and business if you wanted to probably but i don't know the dirt roads and oh, oh you know mad gas i guess but if you can get in if you can sneak into japan you know maybe come in through the border i'm sure they let you right in i'm sure they don't even stop you it's like this country uh, once you're in you're in so you just come across the border and you say hey i'm gonna live in this house now for zero dollars and i'll work from here if i can find a job so I can't speak the language and, and I don't really know anybody in town yet, but I'll take a walk around town. Oh, it's raining out and the dirt streets are all muddy. Oh, well, here, here's some boots you can wear. <laughs> anyway, you can, if you want, you can move to Japan and get a house for as little as zero dollars, but it looks like you're going to probably pay about 500 bucks for a home uh it might be a good deal i mean i get not wanting to spend 4.3 million dollars on a home like the one in houston did we talk about the darth vader house in houston i feel like i had it on the show sheet and and we just never got to it but they're talking about this houston estate that's the darth vader house for 4.3 million now it's four bedrooms five bathrooms 7,040 square feet of living space and it's got the unique structure that stands out uh it looks this like the ox helmet that darth vader wore so i mean it really does look kind of cool and the inside looks really cool i really like the way they've done that it's a contemporary masterpiece (laughs) (laughs) It's planted in a prestigious West University neighborhood. It's truly fit for a supervillain, despite a row of skylights near the top of the structure that glistens with natural light. The space is got in a four-car garage, too. Oh, and you know what's good about that is Martha Turner Sotheby's International Realty are the co-listing agents. It actually does look really cool. I don't know uh if it would be worth 4.3 million dollars i find that uh perhaps a little hard to believe but you know if you've got the money to spend why not and it looks rather you know ominous beautiful different uh definitely sets you apart here in the neighborhood there did i sell it hard enough It ain't the $500 Japan house, I'll tell you that. So speaking of spending your money, uh, you can get Paul Walker's uh, Toyota Supra from Fast and the Furious. That's at an auction sometime this month. Uh, They go through, you know, what a beautiful, wonderful car it is. And uh, let's get to the bottom line, shall we? They didn't list a price for it, but they're hoping to get at least 185 thousand dollars for that beautiful toyota supra man how much do you want that toyota supra now you can get indiana jones fedora that's going to be auctioned off in california That actually would be a cool thing to have for mercury one i might have to forward that to uh to them one of the hottest items in the auction is the fedora from harrison form uh, harrison ford uh, from Indiana Jones at the Temple of Doom valued at 250000 to $350,000 for the hat? Uh, no, thank you. But, uh, you know, okay. If you say so. If you say so. <laughs> You're also going to be able to get the full catalog Big outline and among the hundreds of items, collectors are going to find memorabilia from Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Batman, Elf, Top Gun, the Muffets. Wow. Yeah, the Muffets. It's not the Muppets. It's the Muffets. If you'd say it improperly, but they're talking about uh, all this stuff going up for auction. So the live auction is going to be over three days from June 29th to July 1st, targeting in excess of six point one million dollars so bring your checkbooks does anybody have a checkbook anymore i was just wondering i saw where janet jackson's rhythm nation jacket how much would you pay for that janet jackson rhythm nation jacket come on deep down raise your raise your auction tag and tell me what you're going to bid for janet jackson's rhythm nation jacket. do i hear 50 50,000? Yeah, not 50 bucks. 50,000. Do I hear 50,000? Yeah, I hear 50,000. Do I hear 60,000? Yep, I hear 60,000. Do I hear 70,000? Yes, I hear 70,000. Do I hear 75,000? Yes, I hear 75,000. What about 80,000? Do I hear 80,000? Yes, yes, there's a there's a bid for 80,000 for Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation jacket. Remember, it was worn by Janet Jackson on the Rhythm Nation jacket. Do I hear 85,000, 85, 80, 85, don't hear, I don't hear 85. Do I hear, I still hear you, got you at 80, sir. Do I hear anybody over 80, 81,000? Yeah, I've got this guy back here for 81,000. Anybody going to hit me up for more than 81,000? Come on, it's Janet, Jack, no? Okay, sold, sold to you in the back, the unidentified man for $81,000, congratulations. And man, I hope you enjoy the Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation iconic, iconic tour, legendary jacket that you just purchased for eighty-one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Forgot about the two hundred and fifty. Okay, so have you got vaccinated yet? I just want to know. I'm just asking a question because I mean we talked last week about. I think it was last week or maybe the week before that Vegas was opening up and they were the strip clubs were saying uh, hey get vaccinated here and Larry Flint's hustler club was saying hey we'll give you uh, a free year subscription or you get money off from whatever you want to do at the club that kind of thing and that was going on well that went on last week well I got an email uh, to chewing the fat at the blaze.com from Jesse telling me that it's time he rolls up his sleeve for the vaccine. Now, he sent me a story from Vegas, from Fox 5 in Las Vegas, uh, doing a report on the club and people, you get the vaccine, we're all 100% behind getting the vaccine. Now, Vegas is back open for business, baby. They're good to go. I mean, they have, this month anyway, if they're not 100% right now when we speak, I mean, sometime in this month, it's talking about we are open so it's you know it's pretty much over right we'll look at the numbers real quick before we get out of here today but i believe that at least in the real mindset of americans the covid pandemic is over but still plenty of places like the state of california ohio michigan uh, are giving out uh, you know money if you've been vaccinated or get vaccinated you'll be entered into the drawing for lottery and larry flint's hustler Uh, club in Vegas was giving away free vaccines as well. And this is the news report.
1: Just for incentive to get your vaccine. Get your shot today yes? and you can get free dances from a local strip club. Mm-hmm. Today, oh. you can tell your loved one, hey, honey, I'm going to the strip club, and she might not divorce you. And here's why, from ah. four to seven, you can come here and get your COVID shot, and then all kinds of, of other perks, all other kinds perks. of, of yeah. other perks. So here I am, I'm right outside Larry Flint's Hustler Club. Again, from four to seven, you can come out here and either get the Pfizer shot, or the Johnson, oh, the Johnson and Johnson, Johnson, Johnson shot nice. you must be 21 or older and you must not have received any other vaccine at this point so again it's either the Pfizer or the Johnson and Johnson shot from 4 to 7 today and then at 7:30 uh, I'm told the entertainment oh, begins i'm not nice. entirely sure what that means i've never you know i've never ventured inside these kinds of places right. before but i think i can figure out what it means um but once you come here and get your shot man listen to this perk package you get a platinum membership right free bottle right rides tickets to another sexy show right they're touting it's like a, a package worth $5, Oh, that's
0: tremendous and again, tell me you wouldn't go, go to that tell to me
1: people to get their vaccine shot you guys uh-huh. um like if i was the marketing again it's either the
0: fight five- i'm telling you i'm telling you right now i'm not sure why i kicked back like that but i'm telling you for that kind of deal you're getting your shot there you're getting your shot there now i read one story where it talked about the guy was disappointed that there were no dancers dancing when he was getting his shot what are you doing what are you doing at the hustler ranch i know it's not a ranch it's the club what are you doing people are getting a shot at least give them a little entertainment or have some girls walking around with something you know bringing you your 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 shot with something off (laughs) <laughs> Something. What do you think? But well, I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, what, uh, what do I want? I want more. That's what I want. I want more. It's not enough what you're giving me already, Larry or Hustler. It's not enough already. Okay. So I was looking at the numbers real quick of the coronavirus from worldmeters.info. And there were 2,252 new cases. This was, I don't know if this was yesterday or two days ago, but 26 new deaths. So, 26 new deaths. Horrible. Nobody should have died. But, wow, that is nothing to any other disease, any other pandemic, any other thing going on around this country. That is nothing. So, in America's eyes, it is horrible over the pandemic is over so get out and become america again make america great again oh i mean don't do that no the crisis is not over and our president is in tulsa oklahoma today to remind us just how racist we are as a country and how we need to overcome our racist past by looking at how racist we were and how racist we still are because we are white or you're white and that's just the way it is and if you're if you're if you're white and you're a male and you're heterosexual (laughs) wow wow do i hate you